Welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamers Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down and relax. Have yourself a delicious Barks root beer. Barks, it has bite. Oh, I haven't heard that slogan in like 15 years. I haven't heard that slogan ever. Welcome to Gamers Ledge. It's a conversational podcast, a look at the video gaming industry, a conversation between friends, and a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer. Joining us this week, our panel starting all the way at my far left, who is going to get ejected from the show if he continues to eat food. It's Turo! <laughs> this is burr, not food. Um, hello. Oh, wait. Nobody can see you. There, uh, now they can see you, so now say I- I'm right here. I exist. <laughs> uh, joining him from the great state of Philadelphia via New Jersey, it's Dave. <laughs> the state of Philadelphia? <laughs> That's right. Geometry is hard. Already a great show. <laughs> I'm sorry, but nothing will ever compare to Greg Miller on IGN saying the state of robot. Yeah, anyways. Uh, also joining us this week is our newest addition to the panel, Jeff. Hello. The man Hello, with the dulcet, silky tones. We can talk. And also, also joining ahead. us from the great... Great White North is Kate. Hello, I don't have a sexy deep voice. And then joining us from the other Great White North is Matt. It's actually quite green here right now. Thank you very much. I have the air conditioning turned on. Yeah, it's really green here too. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, joining us from the land of despair and oppression because he will never get his final trophy in Destiny, it's Nick. Hi. <laughs> Still hasn't got it. I decided I'm going to solo it now. <laughs> that That is a viable possibility with Crota. Wait, probably. can you even solo it? Yes. You could solo Vault of Glass pretty easily, I think. I thought I, it I didn't know you could, I didn't know you could solo to get the Flawless Raider, though. Don't I you can, need a party? I can, I've soloed... I've, I've officially now soloed up to Uryut. Flawless. So... Oh. Okay, I thought you. I thought it said that it needed to be a full party. Nope. No. Oh, never mind then. I can't. I can't give a group enough time to actually get people together who aren't randoms. So did Mark fail you? No, no Mark, Mark hasn't failed him. Nick Mark failed himself. We need to continue. Let's go on like, for hours. I, I have friends that could help you. My name's Mark. I know everybody. I can. Hey, I I have them. They just need to not be when they're actually at work. <laughs> we all need to take a sick day at the same day. Right, that's gonna happen. Uh, all right, so E3 just commenced. Well, it's still going on technically, but pretty much all the big announcements are out of the bag. Uh, we did not do our wrap-up show yesterday due to some scheduling conflicts, so we're gonna 
kind of combine that show with this show, of course, our weekly news podcast. Uh, we're not going to take any reader mail this week just because we're not going to have time because this show is going to be giant-sized. Oh, but reader mail is so awesome. It is, right. but we're not going to have time this week. We'll make sure to get back to reader mail next week. So, where should we start? Um, very quickly, we'll go around the room, find out what everybody's been playing this week. Uh, Turo, just what you've been playing and just the highlights. Yeah, we have a lot. Uh, uh, little tiny bit of Pokemon, a lot of iPhone games, a little bit of Bloodborne. And I inserted uh, Arkham Origins in my 360 so okay. I can actually be ready for Arkham Knight. That's coming out next week because it's stuck up on me. Also, yeah, I don't get my Batmobile edition. Don't talk about that as news. Yay. Oh, that's news? That's depressing. That's and, not and news. Besides, that's depressing. I want to make Dave cry because he's going to cry when he finds out. Wait, um, he doesn't know? No, that's why he shows his head. Like, I, don't, yes. I don't think I know this, and I don't yeah. think we're going to be happy if I didn't have the best of days as it is. I'm yeah, sorry, you're not I'll, let Mark, do it. I'll yeah. let Mark do it so I don't make you sad, because I like to make you happy and laugh, unlike Mark. Uh, Dave, what did you play this week? Um, I was playing some Fallout Shelter, and I'm about to give up on that game, because it's been kind of uh, hitting a little too close to home. Is that is that only on iPhone? Uh, at the moment, um, it is coming okay. to Android. So I do get to give them a big middle finger currently, because I'm sitting here like, oh, we need another phone game while Record Keeper's loading. Yeah, so. it's great. When I run out of stamina on Record Keeper, I what kind of it. game is it though? It, you it's, build your own shelter. Okay. Yeah, it's basically it's like, a, it's like a tiny tower game. Oh, okay. All right. Um, got it. But it, it's got a lot of personality to it, and I and I really actually want to love the game because I kind of love how it's set up. I love how they did the graphics. I love how they did everything about it. Um, until it became too much of an allegory. Al- oh, I messed up. Allegory? An, an allegory? allegory? Man <laughs> No, it basically became an allegory. Oh, my God. An allegory <laughs> of your life. You did it! 45 minutes of Dave trying to say the word allegory. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Is there anything drinking? Like... At the moment, man. Well, before, but um, so so basically, what happened was like there was this. You get like these little bits in there where it says um, these like kind of like the mini missions in the game, like they get like bonus points and stuff. So it said send two people to the wasteland. So I only had two weapons on me, so I gave the two people and sent them out to the wasteland. And then like immediately after they left and were clear of the shelter, raiders attacked, and that took forever, you know, to take care of. And then I went to you know. I got out of the game because I had ran out of time. I logged it back into it later, and then I saw I didn't have the two people back yet from the wasteland. So I finally clicked on the wasteland, and I was like, hey, you know, get these guys back. But they're both dead, and I didn't have money to revive them, so then I didn't have any weapons. So now all my weapons are out there in the wasteland until I get money to revive these two idiots. And then as soon as that, as soon as soon I figured all that out, more raiders come in and attack. So I just, like, I'm done with this game. All right. Did you play anything else? And uh, Jetpack Joyride Deluxe, which I'm closing in on that last trophy. Nice. Jeff, how about you? Uh, just been playing uh, Witcher 3. It's pretty much the only thing I've been playing lately. Awesome. And I do get the hankering to play a video game. That's a big one, though. It's going to take probably till Fallout 4 to beat it. Yep. For me, anyway. 
Me too. Kate, how about you? Uh, record Keeper. Still a lot of Record Keeper. And still playing Final Fantasy VII. And I don't know if you want me to wait until news to talk about that. Or... Yes, most definitely. Is okay. there big news surrounding Final Fantasy VII? I didn't no, hear no, anything no. about it. Matt, how about no. you? None. Matt, how about you? <laughs> I, uh, I played... Uh, Absolutely actually nothing. Playing the HD remake, not the upcoming one, which you can already pre-order, uh, but the, the old one that came with the remake uh, pack of the, the three. Um, that game is surprisingly what different than I remember. What game were you talking about? The original Ratchet and Clank for the, for oh. the HD remake. Yeah, they made the, the HD remake. Yeah, the PS3 remake. Um, I tried out Cloudberry Kingdom, decided that's not my game, deleted it. Tried out Sherlock's Holmes Crime and Punishment, decided that was also not my game, deleted it. Uh, tried Super Exploding Zoo, that is my game, I will be keeping it. Um, well, I downloaded that too, I was going to check that out tonight. Um, it's, it's, I think I've hit the point where things actually start to get hard. It's one of those games where it's really easy for a while, and then all of a sudden there's like this quantum shift in difficulty. I think I just hit that point, but... Um, Tales from the Borderlands Episode 2, I'm about halfway through. Uh, keep on furking along. And uh, Final Fantasy Record Keeper, for those of you who don't watch the show regularly. And simply because I had no idea this was coming out this week, um, some of you know my comic book store is also a record store. And uh, Third Eye Blind dropped a new album today called Dopamine, or this week called Dopamine. And Does it feel like 90s? Favorite... Huh? Does it feel like 90s? No, actually, I haven't got a chance to sit down with it in depth, but it's very 2000s, oh, okay. um, which was kind of surprising. Uh, but anyway. All right. Nick, how about you? What have you been playing this week? So, same as Matt. If you haven't watched our podcast, like, ever or in a while, um, Final Fantasy Record Keeper. If you remember, last week I got this, and I'm going to give it a second to actually load. Ooh, white screen. Cool. Yeah, I know. I got a five star. Well, I don't know what it is, but it likes me. Yeah, it so what it, what it is is the bracer. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got another one. I got the sword, the nice. Thunderblade. Except here's the thing. I have three Zentetsukins and a Thunderblade. So if there's ever an FF6 event, golden. <laughs> Just golden. Um, there will be. I know, which makes Re- me happy. Because I'm just going to walk through it. Um, I now I went from zero level 50s to almost five. Because of the Festival of Gold, yay. I have, like, um, 15 now, yay! I have 15. I'm just happy I got one. Um, let's see. Uh, Daw Destiny. Uh, I've actually gotten farther doing the raid solo than I ever have with a group flawlessly. It's kind of sad. No, no, with a pickup group. Yeah, okay, fine. I've gotten farther doing flawless raider solo than I ever have with a random pickup group. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Okay, good. Um, uh, what else? Did a little bit of Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Gotta love me, my Borderlands kick. I'm waiting for 3 to come out. Sad face, it didn't show. Um, Gaming-wise, not a whole lot more. I played a... I, I loaded back up... What is that? Uh, Brave Frontier. Didn't really do much of that. Loaded up, got all my stuff. Uh, I downloaded a bunch of games. Didn't do anything with them. That's, yeah, that's about it. Then. Alright, so uh, I played Final Fantasy Record Keeper, The Witcher 3, and uh, Mortal Kombat X, and The Last of Us Remastered. What? Sorry, I just read the Batman news. You're... <laughs> that's what you get for actually reading the news. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's uh, all I got to play. 
mainly because most of my time was taken up over the last couple days with, I don't know, E3. Uh, let's go through the Nintendo Direct, or at least... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> still haven't seen the Muppet Show. I need it. to see the Muppet Show. They had so, something besides Star Fox? Uh, so let's, let's start by saying that they did open the show with Muppet versions of uh, all the leaders of Nintendo. Uh, those were, in fact, Jim Henson Muppets. In case you want, awesome. they Boy, they did see that. they did look legit. Um, yeah. I'll be uh, a little bit creepy. Uh, well, you know, it actually the creepiest thing for me was when they were walking down the hall. Yeah, that's that's when I knew they were actually Jim Henson because the right. attention to detail. But the way they were walking, like they did, give them a little creep factor. A little <laughs> creep action. Yeah. Creep. Um, you know what was really like something that's like so creepy was when. Oh, whatever his name is, not Miyamoto, but the other Japanese guy. Um, a he was just, he was just sitting at a, the other Muppet Japanese guy. was oh. just sitting at his desk holding bananas yeah, what in was his that? crotch. That was the only good thing about that was the only good thing about the the, the uh, conference too. Um, like, so they, they, bananas. Yeah, see, I I don't think this happened to anybody else, but I was I was a ri- I was watching the IGN stream for most of it. And there was something wrong with the feed in that every 15 to 20 seconds, there was some kind of glitch in the stream that made it slow down like an old VHS tape encountering a rough spot or a hiccup. So the audio would be like warbling and then it, the, the screen would go out of sync for just a second, it, it added another texture to the conference. Let's just say that. Weird. Um, they, of course, did uh, announce Star Fox. Mm-hmm. Star Fox Which looks like an N64 game. It looks bad. Out November 5th. Okay, uh, come on, it looks like a GameCube game. Let's not go and... N64. <laughs> <laughs> N64 is like cube and gritty and... Yeah. It did look 64 like is. a GameCube game. Um, Let's not be ridiculous. But... I have to think that all the extra uh, power of the Wii U was harnessed to allow it to transform into a really crappy-looking transformer. (laughs) (laughs) Which is actually a feature from Star Fox 2 that we never saw every year. Which they announced or or mentioned on the stream as well. Um, They showcased Mario Maker, uh, Skylander, Superchargers. um, So the reason that they did a big piece on Skylander Superchargers is because there will be two... Amiibo Skylanders hybrids. That uh, the first one is Hammer Slam Bowser, and the second one was uh, so interesting I didn't write it down. Donkey Kong. Oh right, Turbocharged Donkey Kong. That's correct. Uh, and so That's they so have a switch on the bottom of the base that you switch them from Amiibo to Superchargers, but they very very deeply embedded the message in at the very end, and if you weren't listening, you lost it, you can only use these on Nintendo systems. Mm. The only Skylanders with the Wii U is the only place that you can actually use it, which is silly in my opinion because yeah, they could have totally made a bajillion dollars oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. selling that to everyone for all the systems. But oh, yeah. anyways. Um, That's the name, not the... The only other interesting thing is that I really saw in the entire conference 
this was like an hour and ten minutes or so, uh, was that the amiibo for Yarn Yoshi will actually be made out of yarn. <laughs> but Yoshi's... But Yoshi's Epic Yarn. Wait, that's not what they're calling it, is it? Wooly World. It's Wooly World. World. That's it. Wooly World, yeah. That game looks great. I'm sorry. I know. No, it Wooly, World. It Wooly World was the highlight of the game, aside yeah. from the 20 minutes yeah. of the chick talking about how much she loves crocheting or knitting or whatever it was, Yoshi's. <laughs> I, I, all I could picture during that entire segment where she's talking about the first time she knitted them and then... Everybody in the office loved them, and so she kept knitting them and bringing them to people at the office. Was I was imagining some Japanese developer at his desk doing code, and she's like, I brought you another Yoshi. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> just, just put Thank it there with the others. I'm going to be <laughs> over here doing real a, work. As a knitter, I actually found that part fairly interesting just because I was looking at the construction of the Yoshis, being like, how could I make that? So I actually found that part very interesting. Yeah, I just imagine like a, a, a small army of knitted Yoshis looking at you, never averting <laughs> well, did, their. Did you see the knitted level in the background? I mean, yeah, it was, that, was awesome. that. that was pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, it was. Um, so, it, I, again, like we've done for the other ones, uh, rating the Nintendo conference for those of you that saw it out of ten. Arturo, did you see it? I saw part of it. I was at work, so I kept going on and off of it. All right, so then, Dave, you did not see it, correct? I did see it. Oh, you did see it. I, uh, I did actually. Out of 10. Um, I, I think I'm going to be generous and give it a 5. Um, <laughs> the Yoshi wow. game looked awesome. Mario Maker does look great. It looks like a, a lot of fun. Um, but but that's really it. Um, there's really nothing saying I need to own a Wii U. Uh, Jeff, did you see it? Uh, yeah, most of it. Um... It's Nintendo doing what Nintendo does, so I would give it seven or eight. I mean, it all looked pretty good, except for the Star Fox looked pretty underwhelming. I don't know why the graphics were so toned down like that. I don't know if they're doing split screen and trying to save something or what yeah, they're the why it's so it. downgraded. Uh, Kate, what's four. your score? And four. all four points of those go to Yoshi. All right, then. <laughs> Matt, how about you? Um, there were a few good things in the, the DS. I mean, it was way more DS stuff than it was um, uh, Wii U stuff. So, I mean, there was a, a Fire Emblem game in there that looked like it was made by Level 5. I thought for a while they were going to say that it was produced by Level 5, but it wasn't. Um, there was Yokai Watch. Yes, there was. There were, there were, oh, a, couple of, there were a couple of highlights in the DS uh, reel along with Wooly World. Uh, Mario Maker, impressive looking, but definitely not my jam. Um, so I, I'm actually going to give it a five and a half. Nick, you did you see it? I saw I saw like the aftermath, like <laughs> <laughs> the nuclear wasteland left over. Uh, basically, I wasn't impressed. I, I'll say this: I didn't see the the event itself, but what I got from it and the, the all the highlights I saw and everything else I could find, not impressive. So I, I'm going to give it a four. Um, and the reason that I'm scoring it so low is not necessarily because of the lineup of what they showed. They cater to a wide array of demographics, and all the games that they looked at were fine, but there were two really large affronts that I saw um, that were missing or mishandled, the first of which was Metroid. Oh, oh gosh. Um, the, oh, the direction the that they have chosen to take the Metroid franchise... I didn't see Metroid. What, what are they doing? 
Uh, <laughs> they probably didn't realize it was Metroid. Yeah, you, you remember. probably did see it. In, remember, it Metroid Prime, and it was first person, and everyone gave it poop, and then it became awesome. Yeah. So yeah, well, what are they doing with it now? Dude, um, nobody gave Metroid Prime poop. What are you talking about? Everybody did. Everybody was like, really? Metroid Prime? First-person shooter? That's terrible. That. When it first came out, out there, there was the a lot one. of... Yeah. And then the, the game came out, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, we were all wrong. This is amazing. Well, I don't think yeah. those words have ever been uttered by the internet, but that's all right. I did, because um, I love Metroid yeah, Prime. So, Blast Ball, I think is the name of it. Metroid Blast Ball. Uh, tell me it's a pinball game. No, it's pretty close. Oh gosh, no. Heroes or something like that. I yeah. actually had to rewind it because I thought the it actual like a soccer game. I thought the caption underneath actually said sports ball, and I thought that was I was about to die laughing. But it was <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there were two. Okay, there what were is two it? What is it? Titles there. there right. There we're were talking two. about Blast Ball first. Okay. Yeah. The which was the second one shown, right. okay. and you basically load. Samus up into a ball and shoot her at things. And it looks really bad. Um, the other one was, I, I don't remember the title. What, what Fractured? It was? No, I didn't remember. It was Federation it was Heroes or Galactic something Heroes like or something. Galactic Federation Force. How is, what is that? Card game? You're just going to tell me it's a card it was, game? It was no. A three, no, it was a three-on-three three versus... Like, fighter. Fighter thing, but it's it's uh, it's chibi style. Yeah, chibi, chibi, chibi Samus. So the last real Metro game was like Fusion or something, right? Yeah, Metro Four. Like a yes. traditional. Yeah. Correct. Well, Zero yes. came out after Fusion. I forget which. Zero one. Mission came out before Zero Fusion. Mission. Did it? I thought yeah. it came after. No, yeah, I think Fusion's the last yeah. one. Those games are so good. It's like, yeah, I just got it on my 3DS awesome. again. Started playing that again. Oh, I played. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, that was the first affront to me. The second affront Metroid was... Metroid Prime Fed Federation Force, just so we're being all academic and shit. But Metroid Prime Federation Force Oops. used the Metroid Prime engine, right? No, that's the that's the one. That's the chibi one. Oh, 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 gotcha. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, so the, the other thing was uh, really the dearth of Wii U content. Um... Mm-hmm. They, they, I expected them to come out and say, hey, look, you know, we know that there's not been enough content. Here's what we're doing to address that. And instead, we got, the, we got not a whole lot. So uh, that, that was really sad for me. Um, and and this, it's odd because last year, Nintendo was basically the star of E3 in, in terms of press conferences. And this year, they were by far the weakest. Now, the press conference that surprised me the most was the next one, which was Square Enix's press conference. Um, they opened the show with uh, Just Cause 3, and somewhere in the background I heard epic rap battles of history, Michael Bay flying in on his chopper, singing about mother effing money. Yeah. Uh, because there were bl- explosions to the left, explosions to the right, they were hooking jeeps to helicopters and making them blow up. They were crashing planes into everything and making them blow up. This game looks flipping fantastic. They basically <laughs> saw all the cheats and mods everybody were doing on Just Cause 2, and they're like, just put it all in the game. <laughs> I, I, you know, I have to wonder what the, what the 
uh, the moment-to-moment gameplay is going to look like, but it looks like it totally had uh, a large amount of um, amazing things that you could set up. They, I actually saw one example where they triple hooked something together, like two vehicles and a large uh, metal ball, and created basically a whiplash effect that the ball went through all, like a wrecking ball went through all these different things. It's crazy. Um, but the graphics look great. Uh, I was really surprised. I did not care much for Just Cause 2. It was okay for a little while, but I think this might yeah, be the murder simulator that I've always been looking <laughs> just for. Just Cause 2 was... I didn't even know if there was a game there after the first two hours. It's just like, go to this base, kill this guy, go to this base, kill this guy. Oh, and and don't get me wrong, I think this one's going to be exactly the same way, except it will hold me for more time based on all this the different things. Plus multiplayer, something people really wanted, and they even hacked like the Just Cause 2 to make that happen. I don't know if they announced that for 3 or not. The multiplayer aspect. Um, I think they said not at launch, but it will come. Uh, Near New Project was a revival, kind of, of Near, which was a, I don't know, underground cult hit, I guess would be the best way to say that. Near, the original Near was kind of weird, but this had a very beautiful aesthetic. Platinum Games is making it. And by the way, I counted no less than five Platinum Games at E3, by the way. I don't know what that studio is doing, but it is blowing up. They have a ton of games. I don't know what uh, they're doing, but they're doing it right. Yeah. Um, they Square Enix announced, uh, and this is actually later in, the, later in the service, or later in the show, but uh, this is a good place to wedge it in. They announced that they are making a new sub-studio called Tokyo RPG Factory, which is dedicated to making nothing but JRPGs in the style that people have loved over the years from Square. So I will be interested to see if they bring back some of their older franchises under this new uh, moniker. They did uh, show the demo for the Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, and, you know, I still tear up every time I see that damn thing. (laughs) I must have watched it like 64 times Mm now. And And they mentioned that we'll see here something in the winter, so it was slightly different information. Yeah. Um, also, they have. Uh, there's been a couple interviews, and I don't have these listed in news, so now is a good time to talk about them. Um, they did say that mo- most of the original content, if not all of it, would be intact, but they are doing some new things as well. They're um, probably going to try and integrate Crisis Core. That'd be <laughs> my guess. And and uh, they said, hey, look, you know, we're porting over the PC port of Final Fantasy in HD, Final Fantasy VII in HD. So that's going to be here already. If you want to play the original game, go for it. But we think we should add something new to this one if, if we're going to go through the process of actually reimagining it from the ground up. So I'm all right with that, believe it or not. Um, one thing I, I hope that they fix um, going forward for this is Yuffie and Vincent being secret characters because if they're still secret characters, they are not going to be in cutscenes. And with this new kind of cinematic game, that would be so lame. So, like, I'm just kind of hoping that, you know, you can get them automatically, similar to how you got them secret, but it's not a secret. And the interesting thing to me is I saw some conjecture, which I thought was very interesting, that the person narrating the clip could actually be Sephiroth. 
Hmm. And I hadn't thought of it from that That's perspective. That's what he sounds like? And it, you know, it's different, but it's not bad. I, I assumed it was Shinra, so... Hmm. It could be, but I hadn't seen that. It was just a new thought, so... Um, well, can I just talk, because remember I wanted to talk about Final Fantasy VII, because I am... Yeah. Even before this announcement, I was... I mentioned over a few weeks I was playing... I'm playing it on my PSP, and... Last night was the first time I played it since the announcement, and it was just I went through like Rocket Town and then the Gold Saucer where you have to get like the Keystone and Kate She betrays you, and I was just like, oh my god, this is gonna be so epic! So now like everything, I'm just like, I can't wait. I have been watching the um, Supernova Summon over and over again, oh, trying yes. to imagine how they're going to redo that. And even just the regular summons, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how that looks. Like, um, the, yeah, we the even... Knights of the Round. It's gonna take 27 yeah, or... minutes. To <laughs> yes. Knights of the Especially Round. If they look like that one in 15, where the guy yeah. comes down and punches me. And I will, I will be like, squeeze the whole time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with the content that's a little bit pushing. Hey, the edge. Oh no, they did no, mention they... in Nomura talked about Wall Market. Which is where it's kind of pushing it, where Cloud dresses like a woman, and there's the bathhouse stomping certain parts off. Yeah, that they're gonna include it. Yeah, they're gonna Good. include it in the game. Good. Um, now I don't. Now I'm not as scared. To which every commenter on the internet then said, "Cloud will be the prettiest little girl by the time I am done with him." Uh, so yeah, so I can't wait for that bathhouse scene in HD. I want. Oh, I yeah. think I might need therapy after that bathhouse scene in HD. Well, that's where the game's going to um, benefit from being in Japan. I mean, I don't think those over there, the developers, I don't think they're as uptight about that kind of thing as American developers would be. They're like, what's wrong with this? I'll put it in. Yeah. It's a bathhouse. What's wrong? We have them everywhere here. Yeah. They're not going to care. Uh, so this has actually prompted me to actually play it on the Vita. So it's downloaded and ready to go. Play what? Uh, Final Fantasy VII. I have the PSP version. Yeah, I'm I'm playing it on PSP. Uh, We have to back up for a second. I'm sorry, Dave. You said you're going to do what? (laughs) I'm I'm going to actually play it. Play what? Final Fantasy VII. Now, can we get a recording of that? I think we can just hang it. (laughs) Wait, wait. The bigger thing will be if he gets more than three hours in. Yeah. More than 20 minutes in. (laughs) Will he get through the opening cinematic? <laughs> Probably not. I thought he just said he that. Get more than two trophies. I'm sure I can get. I'm sure I can get a little bit into it. He <laughs> just said little. I know. Um, from there, they moved to Rise of the Tomb Raiders. Uh, only new thing that actually they showed from here from the other press conferences is that tombs are confirmed. <laughs> they actually showed some tombs, so that was wow. nice. Wow. Um, suddenly, Xbox One has color. Who knew? Yeah. No, there was a release date too. That was the other thing. Was it like November or something? Yeah, November fifteenth, I believe. Still no news on how long the timed exclusive is, though. No, it is not. Uh, Uh, They also announced uh, for mobile Lara Croft Go. So if you liked Hitman Go, which I've heard is totally awesome, and I just haven't had time to check it out, uh, they now are announcing Lara Croft Go in the same way. No Final Fantasy Record Keeper Love. I was very disappointed about that. I expected them to at least right. plug the game, but they must be making millions of dollars off everybody already, so no need to plug it at E3. 
I'm still um, I'm still free to play, and it's hurting because certain somebody I got deep. I put money in it, and I didn't get crap out of it, so don't feel bad. <laughs> well, somebody has Deep Tactica, and now that I've used it like twice, I want it. Oh yeah, that would be Matt. <laughs> Matt has it. Yeah, he does, and yeah. I want it, and I hate him for having it, and I thank him for being my friend for having it. But uh, that's the only decent weapon I have. So. From there, Kingdom Hearts three. Yes. Uh, they they first trolled oh my by showing the Kingdom Hearts three game that nobody cares about that coming to iOS so and Android. Mean. That was such a troll. Oh that my was god, so super mean. troll. And then they finally came out and was like, "Let's talk about the real thing you're here to see, Kingdom Hearts 3. And there was they one guy us, in the audience who like had an Fareed. orgasm. He was like, "Fuck you, yeah!" <laughs> I was like, oh my god, you're killing me, dude. Can we take a step back and and give Square the special troll award of E3? <laughs> yes, that was yeah. the well, second time they, they did it. You know, so let, do it all the time. Let's give them a six month troll award. Because part of the, the revelations that came out after the announcement of Final Fantasy VII Remake is that it was already in Remake. So he purposely trolled at PlayStation Experience. Mm-hmm. He purposely trolled. Bitches. All right. So anyways, um, they showed a ton of gameplay. Uh, the interesting thing was that all the summons that they showed were actually park rides, save mm-hmm. for one uh, they showed the uh, teacups, they showed the uh, pirate ship, they showed the park train, and they also showed Hercules' chariot. Was so, that yeah. park train or was that Thunder Mountain? I thought that was big Thunder Mountain. No, that was park train. Yeah, I think it was the park train. Here's, here's I don't my know, question. I'm going to go look it up on, on, on Wikipedia just to prove me wrong anyways. Are those so, based you know, on worlds or are those based on weapons? So that's a great question. We and don't know like, any of that information from the yet. night parade too. All we know is that uh, the first world that they have introduced is Tangled. We, they did not show yeah. any of it, but they did oh, announce yeah. it. But they confirmed uh, they that Tangled did. would be in the game. Yep. They did show. They showed uh, Rapunzel's tower. You oh, can pretty they? much guarantee if they want money, Frozen will be in it. <laughs> if they want money from little girls, yes. No. Well, they what what they really should be doing, which everyone still has a giant question mark over their head about is whether or not they're going to tap into Marvel and, and Star Wars. Um, if could. they, had, they, if they had a game where I could have Cloud and <laughs> Spider-Man and um, Boba Fett. Luke? Oh, Boba Fett, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, then they showed uh, the world of Final Fantasy, which is the chibi stackable RPG. It, it actually looks interesting to me. I might actually play that. I'm such a Final Fantasy horror. I'm totally going to play it. Yeah, it looks actually pretty good. But then they announced probably the biggest surprise of the entire show for me, the game that I would have never guessed that I'd be interested in, and that was Hitman, period. Um, <laughs> Hitman, period. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's literally the... There's no way to yeah, um, that's how we can differentiate from what it actually is. So yeah, it yes. looks amazing. The graphics look great. Uh, they announced that they would have set missions within the game, but then they were also doing weekly events that were once only attempts at contracts. And if the guy got away, he was gone forever, and you could never try again. Oh, um, and they made it sound like there was some community aspect to it too. That, like. y- yep, you will be able to apparently 
set up potential hits and then share them online with the community and wow. see how they tackled it versus how other people tackled it. Uh, yeah, because they be showed like, world leaders too. The thing that was so cool that they only showed in the Square Enix one was like there was like what, six or seven different ways that he killed that one guy. It was awesome. They they showed a contract where you had to take out a fashion mogul, and literally uh, the first thing they did is they had him just gun him down. Then they put poison in his drink, and you you dressed up as the bartender and gained access as the bartender, and then you poisoned his drink so he died. Then they showed another one where uh, you dressed up as one of the event staff to get in. Then you switched to, I think, a fire marshal or something and grabbed an axe and then just axed him to death. (laughs) And then they did another one where somehow you shot out while he was making his entrance at the end of the fashion show walking down the runway. You blew up all the glass chandeliers above him, so it rained down on him, killing him. Wow. Uh, so, and you <laughs> had like choice about whether you wanted to do stealth or whether you wanted to go Yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be actually really amazing. Uh, the interesting thing is that they said all of the DLC that they're going to do, they're going to continually keep adding to the game, but it will all be free, no charge for any uh, of it. That's the way of the future. I've never cared about Hitman, but this one, I'm like, I kind of want to play that. Good. The interesting thing, though, is that killing people. What's not to like? There has not been a retail release announced. This may be a digital-only game, so that's one of the question marks coming out of E3. Didn't they mm-hmm. mention like a beta, though? There will be a beta, uh, but they did not say anything about an actual retail release. May just be digital. Uh, from there, they moved on to Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Um, he has a carbon candy shell. That he can summon to protect himself. Makes his center creamy and delicious. Um, again, same kind of thing. They said this time they, they looked at all the, the ways they screwed up with the first one uh, about stealth. Because if you geared yourself for stealth or geared yourself not to do combat, you are kind of screwed for the boss fights. They said, hey, this time you can really do stealth if you want to do stealth. Um, but yeah, that was... Uh, Pretty much. It also looked really good. Looked like there was a lot of talking in the game, which is something I like. Uh, talk your way out of stuff as opposed to guns blazing. And that was the Square Enix show. They had a lot of developers talking. They had a lot of, um, I would almost call it needless talking that went on during the conference. But overall, it really reminded me kind of of, of pre-2000 Square. This seems like they're poised to really uh, jump back on top and be cranking out stuff that people care about. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there was also Project Setsuna, which is a mystery. Right. I didn't even include it because all they said was the name and we don't even know what it is. So, this is yeah. the perfect time to release a $150 big budget CGI film. Um, The only thing that could have made Square Enix's conference even better is if they had revisited Parasite Even Vagrant Story. But maybe with this new Tokyo RPG, maybe that will happen. I know. I love Vagrant Story. had to say Vagrant Story. Or an HD remaster of Final Fantasy XII. I'd still take my Einhander and Tobawa number 2 remake, but, you know, who's who's counting, right? (laughs) 
Um, to Ball number three by now. <laughs> probably, <laughs> unless it was Tobol number two remake. Literally, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so for those of us that watch it, let's see. Uh, Jeff, I know you watched it. Kate, I know you watched it. Did anybody else watch Square Enix? <laughs> I did. Oh, yes. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dave, out of ten. Um, man, Square Square really. Remember when Square Enix was like about to go out of business? <laughs> Every year for the last five years? Yeah. Like they, they have not had a good run recently, and then they show up with this. Um man, they got a I mean they got the wow factor, they got the solid hits with like the Tomb Raider games and everything. The Hitman game looks great. You know, giving everybody one what's Final Fantasy Seven, I think they won the show as far as Mm. As far as what they showed, I, I think they probably had the best conference. Well, we're we're gonna get into that in a second, but uh, what would you score it out of ten? Man, solid nine five. All oh, right, man. Jeff, how about you? Squares back. It seems like they got the Final Fantasy seven. That's gonna be great. Hopefully. I mean, there's. I think somebody changed management in that company or something in the last <laughs> two or three years because. Or someone likes was, money. I think it was after the Final Fantasy Online debacle where everyone said it sucked, and then they're like, okay, fix it. And they fixed it. They listened to fans. They got this terrible game working into, like, one of the better MMOs that's out there right now. That seemed to be the beginning of, like, this new change where they're listening to fans, and, I mean, 15's coming out, and it's all looking good for them. So out of 10, what would you give the press conference? Uh... Probably nine. Okay. I liked Eight. it. Uh, I'd give it a nine because I agree with you that, that some of the talking was just kind of like, all right, yeah, it's cool that you're on stage, but let's move on to the next thing. But great diversity in their games, too. Like, even that's something that even the old square at its pinnacle didn't have was that diversity because they were still very much Japanese-only kind of stuff, but now they've really diversified their portfolio. So much good stuff. I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake probably wins the whole E3 just by itself, so... Yeah, Yeah, I have to say that I was really surprised by the lineup they presented, the number of games that I actually wanted to play, and for me, it was right up there with the same... You know, I said I gave the edge for overall to Sony when we did our original day one, you know, recap of who won, because they had the most games I wanted to play... Square Enix is right up there. So I, I'm going to give it an 8 only because I thought the, the pacing of it could have been a little bit better. It was still a very Japanese kind of um, presentation. But overall, I really, really thought they were strong. Uh, and and I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do over the next couple years or so. Um, so that brings us then to the hey. big conversation. Oh, did you watch it? I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um... I'll go ahead and say uh, the one one guy one that you left out guys that left out that I'm kind of excited for was uh, Star Ocean Four. But, yeah, um, waiting for that. Jeez, I, I'm going to go ahead and give it a solid nine based on what they put out. Down, I would it would be a nine and a half, but again the pacing and the dude with the moon on his head. Yeah, <laughs> creepy, uh, creepy yeah, moon it, face. I was like when I saw him, I was like, is he Sia's boyfriend? <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was just weird. But anyway, yeah, it was it was a little too Japanese in its presentation, but you know. So, big winners of E3. Who was the best press conference of them all? 
I know Nintendo is on everyone's lips, so let's just take them out of the running. Uh, Turo, for you, who won E3? I want to say... Oh, man. I have to say everybody. (laughs) (laughs) The gamers definitely won. I agree. The gamers, oh my gosh, they so won so hard. Um, I thought Microsoft won with all the stuff that they had going on. Um, I'm going to play 360 games on my one, and you, yeah. I, I've told you guys how much, how many 360 games I still have. Now I, I can only do it on one system, and it's already, it's already boom, 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 and I can play with my 360 friends on my one. Like the one has become the one console that I only need for <laughs> for Microsoft stuff, and it's so cool. Uh, the Xbox Live Arcade. That's what I've been wanting so much. I have so many games on Xbox Live Arcade I haven't even touched. I can't even count how many games I have that I haven't played that are on the Xbox Live Arcade. Now they're moving over, and they're just going to be there whenever I say Xbox on. Xbox off! Xbox off! Thank goodness it didn't turn on. But on top of that, in all the awesome news... No one wants that, trust me. Sorry. No, I'm just trying not to... It just does it. Xbox on! You, it's you're in my head. It's not in the TV. Come on. You're in um, my head. It's not the. <laughs> <laughs> um, the so that and that with Gears and Halo and Forza and all the awesome games that are coming out and then that rare collection. Oh my gosh, yes. nostalgia hardcore. It's like that was Microsoft's nostalgia, and then freaking Sony comes out of nowhere and it's like, <laughs> this is what you wanted. We heard you. Bam. What in the world? What in the world? They're just everybody's so mean with so many good things. You can be mean with good things, and that's what both companies did. They're like, you wanted games, bam. Sony's like, you wanted the games you've been wanting forever, bam. Oh, I can't, I can't pick. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. No, you're not gonna pull a mat. You have that's, to. Yeah, that's totally a mat answer. Yes. <laughs> that's that's ah! even beyond me. That's even beyond me. Come on, let's give me a little. Oh yeah, my Matt god. So who, two. Okay, who won? Again. <sighs> who had the Xbox best game? press conference? The best. Best. The best. The best. Man. Press. I'm gonna pick Sony because yeah. they just. They heard the gamers. They gave them finally what they wanted, and in the collection, not not only was it Final Fantasy VII, I was expecting a Final Fantasy XII remake, but whatever, that's fine, that's okay, whatever. Uh, you got Shenmue like breaking Kickstarter, which was fantastic. <laughs> you you you, oh you awesome. Um, you got Uncharted with a broken controller. That was awesome. That was, that was so hilarious. Sweet. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah, that was the comic relief. They wanted to make everybody start laughing after they made everyone cry. I see that now. <laughs> but just because of how much history came from Seven and how many, how, how much of a godfather of a game that has been for gamers right now, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I'm old. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm old, people, I'm old. People that are that have been playing games that are like, yeah, I've seen my older brother or my uncle or, or my dad play 7, Final Fantasy 7. That was one of the things they kept talking about. So they wanted to play now. They can actually do that whenever it comes out. So how, how that's, that's, that's huge that a game has that much history and how much, that much hype behind it. His, ah, just good. 
So Sony, yeah, Sony wins. As much as I love Xbox and everything that's coming to it, I absolutely am excited for the Xbox and everything that's happening. But Sony totally won with that, with Final Fantasy VII. Finally. Finally. Finally, Fantasy VII. <laughs> Dave, best of show. Kind of a tough call, but I'm going to have to go with Sony just because of the announcements they made and the reaction that it got. They were the ones able to claim, I mean, even though it's, I mean, we assume it's going to go multi-console, um, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, they still were oh, yeah, the ones... Yeah, I'm going to gonna play it on the one. Sorry. Yeah. So they got to break the news. So that alone right there won the show. I mean, because that's what everybody's been wanting for years and years and years. I mean, the only way that they could have... The only way they could have beaten that, the only way anybody could have beaten that is if somebody came out and said, like, that they had, you know, Half-Life, Half-Life 3, you know, that they were going to show off. Everybody says, now that Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out, it's the one of two games before the apocalypse. Oh, that's funny. You know, Shenmue, I just checked the page, it's over 3 million already, so, I mean, they're completely big, funded. Big surprise. I'm they're so, completely I'm funded. So and a half. Still 29 days to go on the thing. Um, yeah. What's so. the fastest uh, Kickstarter, Mike? Shenmue 3. Shenmue 3. Yeah. I really yeah. thought that was going to win. And they, it's now have the, they now have the Guinness Book of World Records record for the fastest Kickstarter ever. Okay, oh, all right. Wow. I was expecting that. So, okay, thank you. And, and now, well, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. And the thing that crazy, that's crazy about that, the thing was on the Dreamcast, for God's sakes. <laughs> Like, I thought I was the only one keeping that thing afloat for the, you know, couple years it was out. The whole community, man. So it's nice to see that kind of love out there. People love pushing crates. So, Jeff, best of show. Uh, Square. I mean, there's, I mean, we had lots of hopes going into that, and each one was just hit right on the bullseye. They opened good. It's just one thing after another. Yeah, they uh, gave us... Three games, I think, that we didn't think would ever come out. And there they were. So, Square. I can tell you what the worst one was, and that was the PC conference. Never watched that. It was... <laughs> I was the great. I... It went on for three hours, almost. And it was just... Was everybody asleep? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. PC was... Master Race. I'm just kidding. PC Master, Master Race. Uh, Kate? I'm going to go with Sony, just because, like... Once they announced The Last Guardian, that was it was like almost like anything in the world can happen. <laughs> and then deal. it only yeah. went up from there. It was just like an even like you were like, how can they top Final Fantasy VII Remake and Last Guardian and Shenmue 3? And everyone was like, oh, they're going to have Uncharted. And once they got past that, you know, little hiccup thing, the gameplay was effing awesome! <laughs> like, it's just like Uncharted is so good at set pieces, and it was just like something that you kind of expected at the end still turned out so incredibly awesome. So just Sony for me, because it was just like... And the Dark Horse game also came from Sony Horizon. I want to play that game so bad. It looked wicked, and it just like came out of nowhere. How do they eat? They eat... <laughs> okay, Dave, enough with that. No, they don't, I, they I don't was like, the robots. How? They don't how, the robots. How, are yes, they, right. how are they so... How? Are they eating trees? Where's the protein? Where do they get the protein? Do they eat, do they eat oh, each other? Oh, like, he's going for the opposite attack. Dave yeah. actually 
like, if they kill the dinosaurs, do they then eat them? <laughs> no, I was thinking, okay, the canisters of something on their... They, they were going after the canisters on their backs. It must be filled with some sort of... It's filled so with Mountain Dew. They need that canister. Actually, it's they not. they need that um, Mountain Dew. I did not include this in the news because we had so much other news to get to, but well, there was actually a very large in-depth interview with uh, uh, Gorilla to talk about that. That is resources that you need to actually hunt larger monsters. Oh my gosh, where's the food? The, the, the electric arrows and stuff. And yeah. oh, so, spoiler alert and plot twist, M. Night Shyamalan, they're all robots. They're all robots. Yeah, at the end, they find out, oh, I'm a robot too, I've been killing my own kind. That's a twist. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Best of show. There are, for me, are really three standouts, and it's oh, hard to pick between... No, I'm just saying. To me, there were three standouts, and it's hard to pick between the three of them. So do list who your three standouts are. Two of the three standouts are um, Sony and Square. And who's the third? Uh, Bethesda. I think they did amazing for their first go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, the stuff they showed, I was interested in pretty much all of it. They made me care about Doom. The only one was that one weird battle cry game. We just forget right. about that because we don't know what that was. <laughs> um, but in the same time, I was really disappointed by the things that weren't in the Sony conference. Which we'll get to in a minute. So... I think I have to go with Square. I mean, as much as I, I mean, as much as I'm interested in Fallout and Doom and 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 getting that stupid mobile game so that I can try it. Um. I, I just, yeah, it's just. I mean, what I I thought Square Enix when when Enix and Square merged, I thought Square as we knew it was dead, and they've actually taken their dear sweet time doing it, but they've merged into this really interesting creature. And it finally seemed to come out of its cocoon. I was so, really scared when that happened. I remember that was crazy. <laughs> so yeah, then, I, I guess I'm going to go with Squeenix. All right. So then, Nick, best of show. Oh, he has connection problems. Nick, best of show. Ah, uh, best of show. Let's go with. Um, Microsoft was with that whole backwards compatibility thing. Kind of threw me for a big loop. Because me being not so Xboxy, I was like, "That's that's you go Microsoft." Square was good, but I have to give Sony because of the fact that it was like, "Oh, you wanted this game here it is. Oh, you wanted this game here it is. Oh, you wanted this game here it is." Like they just it was nonstop games, which is exactly what E3 should be. Yep, it's just it should be games, and Sony's like, "Oh, here's a bunch of games, a little bit in our PlayStation stuff that's not game based." I think that was like what. 20 minutes? Maybe. Uh, not even. Not, not even. even. It was like five. And he did it nicely, and then they went back into games. Like, it wasn't even the end focal point. It was just this random blip. So, I... Sony did great. I have to say, though, you didn't ask me about Square Enix, so I have to say this now. I, I feel like maybe Square Enix is actually going broke. That's why they're like, okay, we need to get Final <laughs> Fantasy out. Okay, we need to get Star Wars out. We need, we need the money these, now. Yep. Okay, our bank account's actually hitting less than seven digits, so we should probably get some stuff in there. No, they're really? making record profits, actually. It's the exact opposite. Because so. Bra- stuff like Bravely Default has really bolstered their confidence. They need to play Bravely Default. Record Keeper. Ah, oh, it's so yeah. good. Record Keeper's so um, good. So I'm, so I'm actually going to uh, 
give a Matt answer to begin with, but then I'll pick a real one. My Matt answer is the big winner of E3 is E3 itself because we have been talking for the last 6 to 12 months about is the relevance of E3, you know, is the show even relevant anymore? And I think that this show... This year's show. Yeah, this year's show, uh, there was one point that I was sitting there and I remember typing to a, a group chat I can't take any more awesome announcements. This this show has like leached me of all of my energy because there's so much awesome. And I don't think that you could get that in any other kind of forum in the same kind of hard-hitting way that we're getting it in this show. Its own awesome monster. If I have to pick an actual individual individual one the fanboy in me, then this is purely a fanboy thing, Sony all the way. I mean, literally, I was trying to take notes, and I mentioned this before, and I just stopped taking notes. And I just was transfixed at the screen of what they were showing me, what was going on. I couldn't believe that they were managing to just fire on all cylinders like that. Man, I cannot believe this is the company that told me that I would have to get a second job to afford my gaming unit. I, and I'm glad for that because this is, I mean, they have obviously, they're, they changed their strategies but also their tactics, and I'm really, really enjoying what they're doing. I thought Microsoft was a really strong contender. Square was also a very strong contender. And like you said, Bethesda did phenomenal for the first time out of the gate, but for me they weren't in the real running because they just didn't have the breadth of games that all those other companies had. EA EA actually did really well, too. Like, they, they had did. Unravel, and they made themselves kind of likable. That, and that Ubisoft, was the big accomplishment. That was the big yeah, yeah. I thought Ubisoft was strong as always. I mean, Aisha uh, Tyler does a great job hosting those. Um, and that's why I say, you know, there really wasn't a bad one, say, for Nintendo. So... <laughs> Poor Nintendo. Remember Poor when Nintendo was PC awesome was so like bad, two years ago, two, three years ago? Well, yeah, I guess PC, ago. PC was the worst, but th- is that really an actual quote unquote E3 press conference? Master like Race! That was just like they a, played a up the Master Race thing, and it was just like a joke, and it was their first yeah, prize, were... so I guess they were still putting it, figuring out what they're going to talk about. But they weren't on a stage like Sony and Microsoft and the rest of them do. Were they? No, it was like a three-hour talk show. They kept bringing in okay, guests, yes. and the host was okay. Gross. He was doing his best, but you know, it was um, so long. It's like, oh, things we didn't see. So I want to take a quick, maybe five minutes, ten minutes, to talk about the things that you were expecting to see that we did not see. I have a little crow to eat because we saw all <laughs> of like thirty-five seconds of Morpheus. And here I was expecting it to be half the conference. Uh, so we did not see VR, per se, uh, in the form of Sony Morpheus at the show like I thought we would. Um, what other things did we not see that you guys were looking forward to? FF12 HD remaster. Yeah, I was that's really my hoping big for one. That. I thought there were the In the back of my head, I was also really hoping for DOAX3. That and what, and what, what were you saying, Taro? I was saying that uh, I thought the whole, all this uh, leakage yeah, <laughs> of Final Fantasy VII remakes 
where it was going to be fake, and it was actually just a, a ploy to kind of hype up Final Fantasy XII. And uh, so I was kind of actually looking forward to, like, preparing myself. Okay, it's not seven. It's actually going to be twelve, and it's going to be awesome. So expecting twelve, getting seven, I was like, awesome. But <laughs> uh, I, 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 I didn't get twelve. <laughs> Is that? Um, Matt, I know you had a couple. I, I have a lot, but uh, I'm going to focus on the one that was most shocking to me, especially with Microsoft's announcement leading into E3. <laughs> And that was no price drop or no skew for the PS no, no skew for the PS4. So they didn't announce a terabyte system to compete, and they didn't announce any price adjustment or anything. Uh, really, that kind of surprised me. I mean, they I guess they're going with they're strong right now, and they feel confident in their position. But it it's still it's just a psychological thing that I'm surprised they didn't have something ready to counter with, especially with the presumed leak of the the new system with the terabyte drive in it uh, coming beforehand. So I was I was very surprised by that. And I guess the other one I've got to say because I can't not say it is Final Fantasy 15. No episode do skake how do you pronounce that um, update no. Disque. Um no no update on that or the updates for it. Um nothing Actually, about the Square core game did, itself. Square did uh update the demo and they talked about that in their press conference. The main conference? The Square Enix conference. Okay, I, I must have missed that then because yeah. my, my thing did crash at one point, so when I was reloading it must have been, yeah, must have been about ten seconds then. Uh, no, it was a little bit longer than that. They talked about how they have been really listening to player feedback, and they are using that to fix the game, and their example of that was the new version 2.0 of the episode Jusque demo that they just uh, released. And they literally released it, uh, I want to say, a week before E3. Really? So, okay, I haven't yeah. seen that update then yet. I've been yeah, I downloaded it. I've got it. Um, oh, okay. I just haven't haven't checked out the differences. Is so it a far. separate is it a separate download or is it actually an update? No, it's it's a it's installed as an update. Okay, I've been watching for it, assuming it would come across, and it hadn't, so I assume they hadn't released it yet. So now check your downloads list. You may have downloaded auto downloaded and installed I just it. it. Yeah. yeah, I just missed it, but yeah. Um, You've but got still, nothing on. about Final Fantasy XV regular. I mean, there was one little clip in the montage of it, you know. It's... And I'll tell you why. And I, I wasn't expecting it, and I, I was going to be surprised if they did. That's because TGS is coming up, and they've got to have stuff to show for TGS. But Nobody more importantly, well, Sony does, because that's their region, and they're not moving PS4s. That was the main reason that they partnered with Sony on doing Final Fantasy VII Remake is because they want to bring consoles back to life in Japan. So, And they think that this is going to be a way to move those systems, and I agree with them. I think it will move. Oh, yeah. So is but, gaming going out in Japan, or is it just the console thing? No, gaming is not going anywhere in Japan. Yeah, it's just consoles. It's all because, mobile in Japan. So, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Mobile has really affected the console market. So, um, There's another one listed here that I want to tackle. Xbox did not show a real VR strategy. That's because they're not doing VR. They're doing AR. 
and they are partnering. Well, they're partnering with, with the two big VR things, <laughs> and yet all we saw was the ability to get in a virtual room and watch a virtual TV. So I think next year is going to be the year of VR. I don't think it's quite ready yet, but I think they're going to. They're all too afraid of having another. Well, and the interesting thing is that even Oculus says, hey, you know, we're launching at the beginning of next year, but this is just the first step, the first this iteration. This is like the Commodore 64 level of VR. Which I'd be interested to see where we are five years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else have anything that they were really looking forward to that they were surprised did not happen? Or um, Yeah, Borderlands 3. I I I did expect a um, a release date for No Man's Sky, but yeah. we'll talk we'll talk about that in a little bit. There's well, the, a, the PC one. He said he had it. They were just going about to release one, and then at the last second, something happened. I guess, and they said, yeah, "Just hold on a little bit." So while we're there, let's get into the news, and we'll talk directly about that. As my soundboard tries to crash my computer. Maybe it'll work. Come on. Okay, maybe we won't have the new sound. How about that? Um, So, yeah. Oh, hey, there it goes. Um, Lots of news. Of course, E3 kind of winding down since this was the uh, last main day. But Polygon reported that uh, No Man's Sky will be launching simultaneously for PC and PS4, and as Jeff alluded to, they were actually going to announce the release date at E3, but then something which Hello Games did not elaborate on, uh, they just said they couldn't. And so I'll be interested to see what happens, but I would imagine we'll probably see something. Maybe they wanted to save it for Paris Games Week since they had so many other awesome things to announce at E3. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, so, we learned about Shenmue 3 and the announcement of the Kickstarter, uh, which obviously is now funded. A couple other pieces of news about it. Uh, don't necessarily expect a retail release for this either, because what we're hearing is that more than likely it will be a digital-only download. And on top of that, Sony is helping to fund the game. So far, they have not released what the game's budget is going to be. The interesting thing is that uh, Yu Suzuki had to pay exactly $0 to Sega for the right to use the Shenmue license. Sega's the only company that's, like, in as bad shape as Konami. Pretty much. But I I also (laughs) think, hey... What else are they going to do do with it? They're not going to make a Shenmue game. Is Konami in a bad shape, or are they just like, we're done with consoles, we're making more money in this pachinko machine thing? You've got it. They are migrating to their more successful divisions elsewhere. Yeah, I thought they were doing fine financially. They just lost interest in making console games. Well, and you know, when you have a line item from Hideo Kojima saying, we hired Kiefer Sullivan to do... 22 voiceover lines as Snake for X hundred thousands of dollars, I would imagine bean counters somewhere along the lines are going to say, uh, why did we do this? So, yeah. They did announce uh, Silent Hill Pachinko, um, which was kind of neat. It's like, you know, 
the little thing drops down or some jump scares in it. So at least they're still using their IPs. Really hoping that's fake. I Come doubt to it is. Casino near you. Okay. Slot machine. Gosh dang it. Um, Divinity Original Sin, uh, the enhanced edition, was live on the floor at E3. Lots of uh, raving reviews about it. And it's really the first time that we've seen a, a split-screen CRPG on consoles. Apparently all the assets have been uh, upscaled and redone so that you can view them up close. Uh, that's one I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Guitar Hero got a release date, as well as 20 more songs. Uh, so the, Rock Band. Well, the Rock Band is getting 30 additional songs if you pre-order on Amazon. Um, but uh, Guitar Hero Live is debuting on October 6th, and I don't know if it lists the actual songs. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, Bruno Mars, Green Day, uh, Iggy Pop, Carrie Underwood, White Zombie, The Strokes, Jet, Korn, Bob Dylan, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Courtney Bartet, Barnett, excuse me, Rage Against the Machine, Calvin Harris, which Calvin Harris is not rock or anything there, but that's all right. Uh, Congos, Dum Dum Girls, ZZ Top, The Abbott Brothers, Judas Priest, Band of Skulls, American Authors, Jake Bug, and Biffy Clyro, who I've never heard of. Uh, those are all the artists that are going to be contributing songs to Guitar Hero. What was it, August 25th for Rock Band? Was that right? I think. I want to say it was summer release date, as opposed to farther. Rock look. Band 4? Yeah, Rock Band 4. It might be October. I don't think they were putting them head-to-head, -head, though. I thought it seemed to remember I thought it was earlier than that. Internet says... Oh, his internet broke. October 6th. October 6th, so they are definitely going head-to-head. All right, then. Yay! I really thought the guitar games were done, and they're back. Oh, really. I'm totally stoked about it. I really I hope they were done. <laughs> oh, I was hoping they'd come back. Yeah, me too. And it, and it looks like you get the 30 games if you pre-order at GameStop or Amazon, but if you order on Amazon, you get four bonus on top of the 30. I present to you the death of gaming, kids. Amazon is. No, I really, no. I really hope there are clickable games and they're making mired in no. DLC. I've never heard of clickable games, Nick. I wish there was somebody that was working on one or something. That would yeah. somebody yeah. actually. Oh, yeah. I have a whole thing about for you guys later then, because uh, we'll, all right. What you're working right, on so, something? Um, Shush. PlayStation Four will be getting a Heavy Rain and Beyond to Two Souls digital two pack and retail two pack. Uh, so re another, yeah, another uh, re-release for the 40% of PlayStation 4 owners who have not received it, uh, not did not have a PS3, uh, and have a chance to play those games. So that's that's interesting as well. Uh, and then of course, what Dave is very upset about, uh, it turns out today that the Batman Arkham Knight Batmobile Edition has been canceled by the manufacturer. The manufacturer, apparently, the quality of the Batmobile was such that they did not want to sell it. It was a global cancel. It was a global cancel, that is correct. That's I'm correct. not as upset Everybody. about this as, as you think I am. Because, I'm very upset. Because 
I ordered both special editions. Hmm. Does that I, mean you're now going to take the funds from this to buy the other special edition that you didn't pre-order? No, that's the thing. I had both pre-ordered. No, because remember yeah, the, there were the, three. The, the There's Amazon the Amazon one. special one with the uh, oh, with well. the exclusive comic or graphic novel. Oh yeah, I wonder if that's still available. It is. Well, I might do that one. But did you see the oh, whole? Oh, you thing know, about... you could buy like three packs of diapers. <laughs> no. uh, they announced that if you did have the Batmobile edition uh, reserved, which I was one of two people in Branson, big surprise, um, that had it, then you, you're able to actually purchase this limited special edition, which is the Batman statue, that is $100. You, you can actually get it for 80 as a, well, we're so sorry. And a bunch of skins. So I thought that was really neat that they would take $20 off of the game, the special edition one, uh, for you to purchase because this happened. So just keep that in mind that the limited edition actually got cheaper. $20 cheaper. That's all I have on the news feed. Does anyone else uh, have any pressing news items? Because if not, we've got one more discussion topic for the evening, and then we will call this podcast a baked potato and stick a fork in it because it's done. Good. So, the last thing I want to discuss, putting E3 2015 in perspective behind us, the one thing that you came away from the entire conference the most excited about. Let's start on this end, Nick. Uh, Most excited about? Most excited about. Oh, there's a lot to be excited about. Um... Most excited about. Why Actually, do you not start with, Never start with Nick. I know. I <laughs> never know what I want. Wait, wait. Most start. excited about? <laughs> no, most excited about. Can wait, you wait, use most. That in a sentence. Most excited about. Most excited. Uh, can about. I? Can I? Can I get the definition, please? Um, of all the things that there are to be excited, <laughs> the one that you are the most excited about. It's not Kingdom Hearts three. I actually have to go Star Ocean. Because I like where they're, I like how they're, the graphics wow. and just where they're taking it. I really yeah. thought you were gonna go KH3. That's crazy awesome. No, because they're still not giving me a release date or even a release year or even if it's actually ever gonna be released. I I was happy enough with the video. Matt. Um. Okay, I'm actually. <laughs> this is something I haven't even seen, and this is actually the thing I'm most excited for. And that's um, something I'm not going to remember the name of because I'm I was totally not expecting this question. Um, it's the space shooter with the Morpheus. Oh, Eve Eve Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie. Um, Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I it's it's if VR in in my lifetime can provide uh, a quality Star Wars space sim combat game. I will die a happy person, and this feels like it's probably the first step toward that. Nice. Kate? Surprisingly, I'm not going to choose 7 Remake. I'm going to choose Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I did not care about that game at all. And now I'm like, oh, my God. You need that game. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a very surprising one. Jeff? Uh, Final Fantasy Virtual Reality 7. Yeah. <laughs> Morpheus compatible. I would be very surprised if it wasn't. That's uh, That would be awesome. Dave? Um, I really liked Sony's undying support of the Vita. That was really nice to see. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> but on a serious note, um, I mean, beyond, I mean, Star Wars Battlefront, you know, kind of a given. I mean, that's just, you know, tugging at the geek heartstrings there. But um, the one that surprised me, actually, I'm really excited for Unravel. Me too. That, that so just... So cute. Yeah, that just seems like a, a really neat game. I love the style to it. I, I love, like, the whole, you know, physics-driven platforming gameplay. Um, it's got an old-school, new-school vibe to it. I, I, you know, I feel a little dirty because it's coming from EA, but I, I think they're turning things around over there, so maybe I don't feel as bad anymore. But, yeah, I, I think that one is, uh, I think that one's going to be a hit, at least for me. I think everybody else is going to probably hate it, but. No, I think it, I think it actually has a really good chance to. Uh, oh, I, I really that would have been my number two choice. Bolster EA in a way that we haven't seen EA presented in a while. Exactly, I'm really pulling for it because it's it's rare that they that they pull like uh, new IPs out. Um, and I've actually supported them a lot when they have because they've had some interesting ones over the years that unfortunately have flopped. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I am disappointed they didn't do a uh, an SSX old school. I was kind I, of I am as well. I would have liked to. Have seen I was that. kind of hoping for. I was kind of hoping to return the tricky. Yeah, I want to see that. Down. I want to see. I want to see the crazy tracks, the great music, you know, that kind of stuff happen again. Oh, such a great game. Oh, they, they they had the <laughs> they had the tricky add-on for the SSX remake. Uh, kind of. God, Gosh. that game was so hard. That one on PS3. I loved it. Perfect. It was, it was great, but it was, it was, man, it was hard. Yeah, it was. Turo, your favorite, your most, the thing you are most excited about coming out of E3. Backwards compatibility, because I hate new stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I hate my PS2 that can play PS1 games. That's so awesome, because everyone loved the hell out of that, because it was awesome. Progress uh, sucks. That was the PS2. You're just describing the PS2. Quit beating up on the PS2. Yeah, I never played a single PS1 game on my PS2. You're and crazy. Now, now you're just sounding it. like Mark, so just you just go away now. I didn't even have a PS1. Oh, man. Really? No, I, loved, I loved playing uh, Legends of Dragoon, Legends of Dragoon on the PS2, because I actually could. Um, but out of... 2015's E3. Which one are you most excited about? <laughs> most excited about. Oh, man. I thought I would give him extra time by going down the list in backwards no. order. No. Right, no. It, just give him Metroid, just give Metroid sports balls. And then yeah. Gross. It Gross. takes him the exact same amount of indecision. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I'll just go the Xbox way. And I wasn't anticipating seeing anything of Gears and how pretty that game looks. I, I was really surprised by Gears 4 because, oh my gosh. So was I. That, it had color. Game, it was weird. And then it, and it, like, it blew up on him and he's 
glowing and there's a flare. What they what, what do they call it? It's it's a freaking fire tornado and they call it a flare something. I don't know. What's going on? I have no clue what's going on. I don't know why there's scorpion monsters and uh, it's gears all over again. And and that made me happy because there's a lot of you know early 360 history there that made me feel nostalgic for the 360. Uh, and then the whole rare thing. Oh gosh, there's just nostalgia everywhere. E3 was nostalgia. Welcome back, everybody. See, and I'm going to say something that is probably going to both surprise everyone on the panel and not surprise anyone on the panel. <laughs> and that is the division. I'm so surprised. <laughs> I'm still. You know, they gave us a new trailer, and I'm that, glad they explained some of the story now. That's exactly it. I, I am still it. That, it is more of a smoldering fire than a than a you know smoldering set of embers than a than a raging fire, but yeah. I absolutely am still. That's the reason to me. That's next gen. That's where we're headed. I'm super excited about it, and I swear to God, Turo, if you effing kill me, I will drive to Branson and murder you. Oh wait, murder you, can, you and you can crossplay wait. that on Xbox One and PS4. I didn't know you could do that. No, yeah, he can do that. He's he's already said he's buying it for PS4, and if he I don't remember that, I will also drive to Branson and murder I, him. He is a liar. Okay. How about I don't remember that, and you drive here, and we can hang out and have fun, and he doesn't then doesn't have his PS4 anymore. He probably he's probably talking. it's right there. We're playing sold, Bloodborne on it, the I worst game for, in the world. Sold it for beer money. <laughs> <laughs> I trade beers for beer. <laughs> So there's no beer money. <laughs> well, that's anyway, going no. to... Yeah. PS4 is there. Mark, come over. Make me buy it, even though I already, ha- I already have it pre-ordered or whatever. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> so much. Um, <laughs> so that's going to bring this us doesn't work in the PS4. It's weird. The end of uh, another Gamer's Ledge podcast. Thanks for watching. If you like, of course, please do click the like and subscribe button. And if you want to let us know what you think, let us know in the box below. Uh, join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gamersledge. Twitter is at gamersledge. Uh, if you, of course, would like to visit our website, gamersledge.com, you can find all of our updates there as well. And if you would like to support what we do, you can always head over to patreon.com slash gamersledge to find out more. Final thoughts of the week, starting all the way at the far left because I know it's still going to take the same amount of time if I call him from the far right. Turo! Oh my gosh, my, my headset went out, and I just heard Turo. Um, uh, save lots of money, because all the games are coming out. Final thought, right? Is that yeah. Final? Okay, yes, I made it. Save all your money, kids, because there's so many games coming out. And so many very, very expensive VR, AR stuff coming out, and that's the future. Yeah. Uh, Dave, did you see the portal trailer for Lego Dimensions? It's so good. Oh, <laughs> man. It's so good. That game looks like it's going to be so much fun. So much fun. Um, Jeff? I'm talking about the resurgence of Square to what it was in 2000, I urge everyone to go back and watch The Spirits Within and notice how much that movie fits in with Square now than it did then. I don't think it would be shocking now. 
if they release that movie right now. Because I was watching it recently, and I was like, it's not even a bad movie. It just wasn't Final Fantasy then. I think if Square now released that, it would fit right in with it. Uh, to show of hands, this brings up an important thing. How many people on the panel actually saw it in the theater? I didn't. I love Opening you guys. day. I love you guys. <laughs> right there. Nick, you're summarily banned from the podcast. All right, so... <laughs> Um, he wasn't alive. It was a trick. Like, I know he probably wasn't even alive at that point. Uh, uh, like he made a movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not bad. I mean, you know, Alec no. Baldwin's a little cheesy in it, and or whatever. But it's I it's remember watching it and thinking Jesus some of it was made. real. <laughs> I really thought some of that was real. It was so yeah, so well done. I don't yeah, I watched it a couple of years ago. I was like, this is not even that bad of a movie. It's All right, who who can tell good. me what square? Development House did that movie. Square Pictures, Hawaii. What? Good. Jeff is <laughs> winner. They went on to that. make that thing for the Animatrix, and then that's it. That's all. Yep. Yep. Uh, Kate, final thoughts. Uh, not game related, but I know you probably won't talk about it on the TV show podcast. Hannibal is back on, oh. and I'm so effing happy. Watch that show, everybody. So good. Matt, final thoughts. Um. Oh, I had it. It's gone now. Nick, final mm. thoughts. Yeah. It really was a final thought. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Destiny got a new expansion. No, I'm actually trying to care less and less about that. Um. E3 was actually awesome this year. If you missed anything, go on all the gaming websites. All the expos are there. Matt, final final thought. Oh, uh, Mark, you're gonna buy a Battlefront, right? Yes. Okay, that's my final thought. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am most definitely I'm buying. Forward to blowing you up within an ATAT. Wait. I, I should I, I buy it on the one? Yes, buy it on the one because yes, we'll all be there the waiting for you. Yes, buy it on the one, Turo. Right. Um, no, uh, that game. That game has converted me back into. I don't think Dice should do anything anymore. Be allowed to do anything anymore except <laughs> Battlefront games. Star Wars games. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. it. They look. It's so pretty. Um, it's really cool. My final thought is: if you want to have a hell of a good time laughing, go watch all of the Final Fantasy VII remake announcement reaction yeah, videos. Yes. Oh my God, yeah, they are amazing. <gasps> You thought you cried during the, uh, the announcement. You're oh my God. no way. Yeah, it, it, they're they're hilarious. And I, of course, will end in typical fashion. What do you call an alligator in a vest? An investigator. I'm done. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Until next week, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on.